Hello and welcome to an all new Marvelcast, Explosion Network's hub of all things Marvel, a place to talk about everything MCU and beyond, from Avengers and Defenders to Midnight Man and Sekhmet. My name is Ashley Hobley, the Explosion Network's podcast host with multiple personalities, and joining me today is Ultimate Kira Marchant. Alright everyone, how's everybody doing today? Not enough British, not enough Steven in this episode, I think. Uh, no, I think, actually I have like a big issue with Steven this episode. Whoa, let's get there it. Was some, I, was, I was not on board with Steven this episode for like, right. much of it. Alright, let's get straight into it. So t- we're talking about the latest episode of Moon Knight. Episode 3, The Friendly Type, directed by Mohamed Diab, uh, written by Bo DiMeo and Peter Cameron and Sabir Pizzada. With Mark in the forefront and Harrow ahead, Mark and Layla never get Cairo for intel. Kieran, what did you think of this week's episode of Moon Knight? I've got really mixed emotions about this week's episode of Moon Knight, because I think at some point it was really good. At another point, it had a couple tropes that really pissed me off in movies and in writing in general um, that bothered me a little bit too much today. And I'm going to start with the first trope, which happens in a lot of movies and TV shows and books, where protagonist goes to, like, overseeing council of people or kind of <laughs> a, a, a leadership team or something and goes, hey, guys. There's this fucking problem, and I'm going to point you in the right direction of the problem. And then that council of people go, all right, well, we'll bring the other person in and listen to that person. Then they're like, oh, nah, see you later. We, he, he seems like a nice old man. Don't worry about it, <laughs> fuck you. And it's just so frustrating because I'm like, I understand what you're trying to do. Like, I understand that you're trying to... Uh, set more of the odds against the against Mark. You want to show that the Egyptian gods feel jaded, feel angry. That they explain been... why they're not here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like, what would you wait? Are you asking me to explain? Or... No, 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 no exactly. The, yeah. the show is explaining no. why they. Yeah, aren't they're more trying involved. to explain why they're not more involved. That they feel angry and stuff. I get that, but at the same time, it's just so frustrating to. It, it, it would have been almost more interesting to have them almost try and give him a, a more of a chance or, like, do something a little bit more than just being like, nah, bro, you're having a laugh. Some, nah, there's no reason. Like, like it's like, I get it. Their relationship with uh, Kashun is um, he's damaged. He's, he's the, the, the exiled person of the gods. I get it. But at the same time, it's like, the dude just caused a fucking eclipse. I'm sure this god, who knows that he's going to piss everybody off, wouldn't do that just for the sake of it, or just to fuck around or anything. It's just yeah. it's just a really frustrating trope, and I just was, yeah, it, 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 it's just to a, at a point now where I've always disliked it, but I'm just really over it. And it's not so much Moon Knight's problem and Moon Knight's fault, but at the same just time- a little bit. I think they could have done better. I also think they could have done better with the presentation of the gods. I was very confused. Not confused, but I feel like the differentiation between the Avatar and the god taking over them mm. was obvious in... Um, a handful. In, uh, not even in a handful. Moon because I think with, in Oscar Isaac's... Yeah, in Oscar Isaac's performance, I feel like his performance displayed that he was being overtaken. And well, you he was see, the only one with, like, a different voice, I think. He was with a different was voice, the, exactly, 100%. Different voice, different mannerisms, his whole body. And, and yes, I guess that's them 
trying to portray that maybe these other people have, have are used to are used to this happening. feeling now and used to it. But still, at the same time, I wish there was more of a uh, differentiation in their mannerisms, a differentiation in the way they spoke. To kind of really bring the levity of the fact that these are the Egyptian gods that are that are coming through, and and are being are embodying these avatars. Um, I just as that scene as a whole, I wasn't a fan of. Um, the other the other couple bits I really didn't like. <laughs> I will say, Sorry. I mean, the court scene it's kind of realistic because the the person accused comes in and does a complete character assassination of the character ac- accusing him uh yes. so naturally they they he's got mental problems so let's uh let's dismiss everything he says it is but it, it's 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 <laughs> it's sad but yeah it's it's very uh, it is uh, i guess true if to they're life. trying to if they tr- the thing is to me that i feel like that should be done in a more true to life and down to earth setting rather than by yes. gods and then, stuff and hey, it's to in the middle this... of the pyramid of Giza and uh... yeah like instead of having the symbolism like if you're trying to bring real life attention to a problem that these people had where they're discredited because of their mental dis- like their mental health and their disability it, you it, 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 i don't know it just feels weird in this I mean, context d- yeah because... absolutely and i i do love his defense of i'm just checking out some sand you know it's I'm just, not doing anything it, shady. It's just like th- that's the thing, right? And they instantly just take his word for it. And I was, you know what? I thought at the end of the episode, I was like, oh, maybe I have reacted too early. Maybe there's this subplot of him being involved more with the gods and the gods being more involved with his plan. And I thought it was a possibility. And when they first nope. appeared in the end scene together, and I was like, oh no, they're just trying. No, to- they're just dumb. They're just they're just dumb they're just and it's really gullible. fucking frustrating. Yeah, it's just it's it's frustrating. No, and I, I get think, that. Um, like my comments about not liking Steven so much in this episode. Steven's like Steven's almost willingness or wanting to jump in the way of any time Mark was like doing something that was potentially hurting somebody. I get it that Steven's more of a pacif- pacifist type character and and everything. And I guess mm-hmm. Stephen maybe isn't reading the situation that, like, it was quite obvious that they had made points in, like, for the audience. They'd made points that Mark actually wasn't trying to kill anybody or hurt anyone. Like, yeah. they'd made, like, obvious thing of him, like, almost punching the kid and then turning it into a slap. Just slapping and, him in the face. And yeah. just slapping him in the face. And and it, it, from an audience perspective, they'd, they'd shown that, oh, Mark isn't actually trying to kill anybody here. And... Steven's still stepping in like, no, you stop doing this. You're going to kill somebody. But, and it's like really, it's really frustrating. And then, yes, it leads on to the next point that there is a suggestion that there is a third um, host of this body, potentially, yes. um, that we, we don't know of that is the more violent nature, um, whether that be the god himself or another personality. I'm, I'm mm. Personally, I would leave, lean more over into it being another personality. Um, yes. but um, it 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 was just frustrating. And then it, it happened again in that like kind of the extended fight scene. Um, like later the chase. on at the oh, no, the, the, the um no, the near the with the horses and yeah near the side the spears and, and shit. Yes, yes. Which I, I, I actually say, love that. I love. Hopefully, he learns a lesson. <laughs> uh, I I think I hopefully he learns a lesson, but. 
So a couple of things. I actually think that was the best fight scene of the series so far. I think finally putting Moon Knight against actual humans and letting some of the fantastic yeah. stunt choreographers and fight choreographers of the Marvel Universe get their hands properly on a kind of having real life actors to interact with, I mm. think really made this much better. They got, not only did they get um, great kind of close hand-to-hand combat throughout it, they also had to got, were able to pick out awesome moments like the, uh, I want to almost call it Batman-esque, which is kind of bad for them to, to have done it because it makes it very similar to Batman, but with the jumping and showing like the moon cape as he's flying yeah. down as a silhouette, I was like, a, that's really cool. B, that's really Batman, and you guys should maybe be trying to get away from those nah, similarities, Just, whatever. If you got a and cake, then also might as well. Him, and also him, like, uh, like redirecting all the bullets that were put into his cape and, like, flicking them back out at everyone. I was yeah. like, that's some cool shit. That's awesome. Um, Steven trying to take over in the middle of that fight annoyed the shit out of me, because I'm like, what do you... A couple of things. What do you think you're like, doing? <laughs> what do you think you're going to do in this situation? What what do you what do you feel like you're going to do in this situation, or just you changing is going to stop everything and, and fix everything? But also at the same time, I, I just every time they swap to Steven and that in his version of the suit, it's just like guys, you're trying really hard to have Deadpool moments in this. Like I feel like you're trying really <laughs> hard to have that kind of zany comedic style that is in Deadpool with that R-rated kind of flesh through it. Like it, it is. Maybe not Maybe. the R-ratedness to it, but... I don't know. I feel like the tones... It, it, with Steven, it comes from, like, a sincere place. It, it does, it, but it's I don't... like a fish-out-of-water position. It just feels like, yes, it's a fish-out-of-water, but also at the same time, it's like... Okay, I mean, Steven it looks just... like almost... It looks like a white version of Deadpool, so that doesn't help. Yeah, and, and it's like, okay, Steven just stupid here, or... I, I just... I guess they're trying to continue to sell the fish out of water concept for steven but at the same time it's like uh how how dense does a character have to be that's apparently very smart and very uh in terms of ancient history and maybe not socially but to be able to read a situation and be like what what am i actually going to be able to do he really believed he could talk it out uh he most of them have been knocked down uh and then he got several spears put through him and (laughs) And then he, he immediately the like <laughs> he's immediately like switch back, switch back. She's like, my god, it, it, it just yeah. Um, I don't know. I think it was a funny moment. <laughs> I think it's a funny moment, but at the same time, it just didn't. I guess I guess that's just my personal feelings about Stephen's interactions throughout this episode, kind of shining a light on that moment differently for me. Uh, maybe I'm just a Grinch and don't like fun, mm. but that could be it. Um, and then also, I think they shit the bed with this like introduced character. Um that they have like kind of brought on i thought it could have been a really interesting kind of uh layer to what's going on if he became a disciple of um ethan hawke's character and was more involved there going forward who the anton yes yes anton that guy because i was like oh there could be something more interesting here this could be this could be brought through. I'd be excited to see him, but then he's still involved in that final fight scene, and he gets a a um a, I don't a, I don't a, I, I, moon a moon thrown at him like a moon orang a moon orang. There we go. Moon-a-rang. A moon orang. 
thrown at him, and it's very ambiguous how injured the Moonerang um, hurt him in that moment. Um, and then, because this has already been like 12 minutes of we whinging around this episode already, just as my final bit, was really not a fan of um, uh, Mark gaslighting in the car uh, about, obviously alluding to Mark's hand in his wife's father's death or alluding to to Mark knowing information about I just assumed he didn't want to reveal his motivations about uh, no costume to me wanting... nah to me that more was him wanting to hide he knows something he it's knows something think. I think he knows something about her father's death and it gave the vibes that he was maybe directly responsible for her father's death and mm. and in, he's worried about her throwing it out. I was just really not comfortable with her him actually gaslighting her in that moment afterwards because it's like, oh, I maybe get- he's been a spy this entire time, you know, and he got in too oh, deep. God. Maybe no, I don't know. It, it's just it, it's just a. I get it. You're trying to be this character is supposed to be morally ambiguous and. But also at the same time, throughout this whole episode already, in the episode before, you've shown Mark is actually a good person deep down. He does mm. kind of morally, like you would call him chaotic good uh, more than anything. So to have this kind of manipulative trait to him or this gaslighting happen, it's just, it feels very weird to have that as a trait of your protagonist. Um, especially when it's, you know, in con- it's in connection with somebody he loves, somebody he's married. To, and I don't love the message that sends out with it, and the 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 circumstances around that. Yeah, which I think those are my biggest grievances and gripes about this episode. No, that's fair. I think I think it was a fine episode. It probably, I mean, the setting is cool. Obviously, they it looks like they definitely shot in Egypt and stuff. Um, Minor points were, actually. Yeah. Egypt was really great. I thought how they used Egypt was cool. Um, also the. Uh, Score for this whole episode was awesome. Yeah, really it was really it was really different when the opening the opening, uh, I don't know logo or whatever. Yes, is coming yeah. in is playing. I don't know what type of music you would how you would no, describe that. It, you would modern to Arabic, I guess, maybe. Yes, or, yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, I think a lot of the night fights were pretty good. Like even the hand to hand stuff was pretty great when it's just Mark against these dudes. Although those knives were like ridiculously shiny, like, very shiny. It's like I think that they, was supposed what, to they be they were brand new out of a box. Uh, I think that was supposed <laughs> to be so they could use them as a mirror for. Let's be honest; those knives were green. It's either that are- <laughs> or the knives aren't real. The knives are somehow CGI replaced knives, so that they could. Oh work yeah, I think they they the- they were green screen knives. Yes, yeah, like they were they were. Cut in they were just shots. too shiny. Yeah, way too shiny. I know you, they wanted to use it as mirror and that, but yeah, that was a little bit too shiny. Um, I think yeah, the whole council thing was all weird. Um, it was kind of it was it was fine. I mean, it wasn't super exciting, and especially when it you hero kind of gets shot down like in like ten seconds. It's like yeah, you're like oh these jerks, what they don't even give me a chance. Um, and look, and I thought it was a really humbling moment, Mark being like, "Yes, I am sick." Yeah, like I'm like taking yeah. that on, like taking I think on that, like that, that, that. And then his talk with Layla about later about 
him thinking he had it in control until yes. just recently yeah. makes me think this is something that he's had all along. This was yeah. He's had this for a long time. Obviously, he was taking some sort of medication or uh, something to like stay in control, but... Uh, yeah, that's an interesting wrinkle to this that, like, yeah, it's, but we can rule out that, you know, Stephen is something that's been put in his body or something. This was, yeah. Stephen's always been there, is what. Yeah, and I, and I think that it's, I will say, for all of the, the negative comments I had about different endings of the character in that scene in particular, it is very refreshing for this character to be like, yes, I, I am sick. I There is something going on inside of me. Instead of normal protagonists or normal kind of written characters are like, no, I'm fine. Stop trying to tell me I'm sick. It's 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 refreshing. Like, to I can character. do anything. I'm just, you know, yeah, nothing's no. wrong with me. Exactly. Um, and not admitting <laughs> it or anything. I think it's very good and refreshing for him to immediately, yeah, take that on. Yeah. I think I really like Layla even more this episode. I think like she's I really she good. I thought she was great. Yeah. I thought Especially the way she... even her fight was pretty solid. I actually really the... love... Spike too. Sorry. Yeah, I thought, <laughs> as soon as she had that necklace thing on, I was like, okay, that's a weapon of some kind, or, like, something. Yeah. Doesn't quite go with your outfit, in my opinion, so I hope it has a practical reason. Um, But I, I really did love her interactions with Steven at the last final scene. I thought the admiration, almost, and the interest she had in Steven was... Interesting. Very interesting, but very sweet and wholesome at the same time, which is... Um, it's interesting that she's, like, kind of accepted Stephen so quickly. That's the only other thing. Yes. Yeah. And that she she is accepting of it and understanding of it. And, um, at, you know, to give this episode praise, or to give Oscar Isaac praise, because I think Oscar Isaac himself is doing a fantastic job. Yeah, and him switching the, between the two. The switch. The switch, I was like, damn, that's fucking awesome. Like, to be able to just show in your facial expressions and your body language while all on camera, no cuts, no weird kind of the camera pointing at the mirror and showing the mirror or anything, just letting Oscar Isaac have that moment and letting him show that change physically, I thought that was fucking great. I mean, it's the second best one of anything that's coming out this week. You should all go watch Everything Everywhere All at Once in cinemas tomorrow, (laughs) Thursday plug uh mm-hmm. but yeah uh but interesting uh the episode ends with uh the god losing all his getting s- put in stone mm-hmm. and we assume there's no more moon Knight anymore that they, they won't have access to a suit anymore for now i'm sure he'll break out i mean there's three episodes left so i mean that yeah it'll happen eventually be- but I, but on the other hand it's three episodes out it's like that's something you do like pr- b- penultimate episode it's like everything's gone wrong they have no access to their powers it did feel slightly rushed that they go from hey if you do like if you fuck with the sky or do something like this one more fucking time we're going to put you into stone like you're going to be in stone instead of letting that be a pressure that's hanging over them for an episode or two 20 minutes later 20 minutes later, it's like, 20 minutes later, it's like, oh, if we got to do it, fuck it. There's no other way. Well, like, the, again, that effect looked pretty cool of the, him very good. turning back this time mm-hmm. of the stars. So we we now understand where the CGI budget came from. Um, <laughs> from last week. For, from the last two weeks, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah it was all put into stars. 
Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah. Anything else you need feel we need to talk about from this week's episode of Moon Knight? Um, uh, no, I think. I mean, this... uh, it was pretty bold for that kid to like cut off his his tie. That was like. like but that, isn't that the thing, right? <laughs> and then Where, the gods like, sorry. I thought it was really going to talk. <laughs> you, you, I, it's actually interesting. I really, I'm enjoying the, um, the the moon gods. I actually think he's really interesting because there's moments you're like, well, this guy's a douche. This guy's a dickhead. He is using Mark here. He is exploiting Mark here. And then other times he's actually really likable. And he's a bit more down to earth, and um, there is this kind of humanity to his characters. And look, this is um, the stuff with the gods. I think is uh, it's it's something actually close to my heart because one of my favorite kind of books growing up, or kind of uh, inspirations for writing creativity was um, I really enjoyed how the Percy Jackson series and, and kind of series that led onto it, um, not the movies. Get away from the movies. Um, kind of their <laughs> handling of the gods and, and showing the gods having their own humanity and having their own uh, flaws, having having their own wants and desires, which is a very Greek thing. I think it's interesting that he shows that where the rest of the gods weren't really. Well, that's really because they had to attach same. themselves. That's it. Yeah, that that's could be it. That. Yeah, and 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 that would be yeah. It's an interesting um foil to it, but. Yeah, I feel like maybe they rushed it a little bit to have him removed and put into stone. Um, Halfway through. <laughs> yeah, like kind of... But, uh, yeah. Or at least immediately in the same episode. Like, it would have been almost interesting for... Not interesting, but like the foil to... um, Like, his, his uh, several of Mark's issues would be... Hey, I could have fixed this by fucking around with the sky or by doing this, but mm. I can't do that because yep. it's not worth the risk of me turning into stone and then eventually having the god it, make uh, it a more powerful moment. Yeah, make it a more powerful moment and choice. I actually really liked his interaction with Steven, and I thought there was a real softness with compared yeah. to all of the other interactions. He saw his value now. Yeah, he he saw his value. I just think again i just think that was a bit rushed i think if that had been mm. a bit of a slower build and more of a development between the characters um it'd pay off a lot better and we'd we'd see a lot more which i think is a common a common uh problem personally of mine with these mcu shows is especially with these couple now that have had six episode runs where it, it, it's it feels like how they're fitting them into six episodes is cutting out on some of the character development and writing. They're not necessarily mm. cutting out um, action set pieces or cutting out anything of those kind Plot. of value. Yeah. It, it seems to be the 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 build-up for characters is what's mm. being cut down and streamlined very much so across these shows. Yeah, I agree. And before we finish up, Ethan Hawke in that last scene. Oh, Ethan Hawke God. just any time. I, look, I really was trying to avoid this episode talking about Ethan Hawke chewing scenery. Um, but I haven't seen much Ethan Hawke as of late. I'm not really um, probably the audience for much of his his <laughs> roles. Um, kind of, I know yourself and, and Dylan would have seen him in a lot. But seeing him 
take the take the screen in this one is almost where I see him being maybe at a, a different forefront in kind of at least I guess the more popular mediums of the uh, mm. sections of movies and the kind of the higher budget movies um, going forward because I think he's fantastic. Yeah, that that scene like just him like this victory is because of you. So it's like it's pretty big f you to him and that kind of stuff. So uh, yeah, looking forward to next week's episode. Hopefully, hopefully we get some like I'll, I feel like we're missing so much backstory, and I feel like. Maybe that's where they're going to go next episode because, you know, the guy's been trapped. Let's do a flashback episode. You know, fill everybody in as to why all these things happen. I, that seems like a thing that would happen. The problem is, right, is like, I think a flashback episode works in a longer series. Yeah. I think making <laughs> the choice to take an episode out of a six episode run to do a flashback episode. I mean, it doesn't have to be a complete flashback episode. You know, it could be the, to do the, what? the book of Boba Fett tried to do where it's like part in each or we could just admit we'll see yeah we'll find out (laughs) let us know what you thought of this week's episode of Moon Knight by going to explosion.com slash twitter or jump into our discord at explosion.com slash discord if you want to help us out here at all new Marvelcast leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or on Podchaser tell people about the show that always helps or leave us five stars anywhere that you can leave us five stars and if you liked what we're doing here at All New Marvel Cast, uh, head on over to our Kofi page at explosionnetwork.com slash support and donate as little as a dollar uh, to keep the lights on here at the Explosion Network. Uh, Alright, well make sure you watch next week's episode, which may or may not be a flashback, <laughs> flashback episode. <laughs> uh, and then come back here and join us for another All New Marvel Cast. <laughs>